The story opens with a man and a girl going into the woods. The two of them enter together, but only one, the man, leaves. The story opens, as many do, in a tavern. The Ram's Head in Nottingham, a town recently torn up by the English Civil War. The Ram's Head is not a particularly nice place. Inside it today are three adventurers. Joaquin de Beau, or Jack, a gangly, masked, mysterious warrior. Marius, a pirate, adventurer, and raconteur. And the hedge witch, Emmeline. They search for a missing girl named Layla Stepford, the daughter of a local brewer. A search that will prove to be consequential indeed. The story opens at a tavern, as our adventurers speak to the barkeep. Walk up to the bartender. What do you say? Uh, I'm, we're looking for some dandies. You seen any? Hello. What's with the mask? Is he? Is it he was an accident. Show? It was an accident. We don't like to talk about it. Oh well. Uh, well, you. What would you like today, Miss? We're looking for a friend of ours. A sort of dandiest fellow. A dandy fellow, you say? Yeah. Well, can you tell me anything more about him, or should I simply start naming people that I'm aware of, beginning with the letter A? Well, let's let's go back to um. Let me reach back to my memory. I'm pretty um, sure I know what he looks like. It's just Marius leans on the bar and says his name was O'Neill. And the bartender's face immediately darkens. And he, he, just, he sees that and just follows up with whiskey on the rocks. Okay. Um, the bartender puts the rocks We have ale here, sir. I can get you a glass of ale if you'd like. Alright, I'll take a glass of your finest. A stein of your finest. I have cups, sir. Stone cups. Alright, the largest stone cup of your finest. They come in a variety of sizes, but mainly they're all about this size, and he hands you a medium-sized glass of ale. Okay, great. It's warm. Perfect. <laughs> he would you like some stew, sir? Are you... very happy. Do any of you... Would any of you like some stew? We have rabbit stew. I believe we were talking about O'Neill. Right. I believe we were talking about O'Neill. O'Neill. He spits. O'Neill was that bastard who took Layla Stepford, wasn't he? That's what I told her father. I didn't much care for him. Oh, so we're, so we're on the same page then. Perfect. I thought he was your friend. That was a lie. Mm. Well, he was an Irishman. He wore a black cloak and one of those tall hats. And uh, he was a mean fella. Beyond that, I can't tell you much about him. Layla seemed to like him. He was making her laugh quite a bit. Um, as I recall, I believe they said they were going to go investigate the... Uh, he was going to show her some kind of ruin outside of town. Do you know the what, forest. what you know ruin? What, some kind of old druid ruin? And you that tells where is more specifically what I meant. Uh, somewhere near the waterfall. If you follow the river, you should find it. And no one found that... Uh, 
the tiniest bit suspicious that a grown what? man would be escorting a small girl to a druidic ruin for leisure? Layla can take care of herself. Or at least we thought she could. Ah, Marius throws back the entire cup and not, kind of knocks on the bar as he says, we don't know that she can't, and walks away. How you doing there, Stoneface? I'm doing well, thank you. Water, please. So what, what's, what are you guys, are you guys going to regroup and talk about it? Or what, do you, what do you want to do? All right. So well, I just made a cool exit, so I feel like I'm committed to going to the waterfall. Okay, so after he gets out there, I'm going to make a huddle. Oh, shit. Okay. Did we leave and I didn't notice and I asked for water? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, You're still standing gone. at the bar by yourself asking for water. And I've kind of got a huddle. I've got it started a huddle outside. I'm just waiting. For, where is he? He's we both from. have one arm we out have, where you should we be. We have ale, sir. We only have ale. Would you like a glass of ale? Jack turns and leaves. He's so he's always late for the huddles. He never gets. He doesn't. I think it's his mask. I think it blocks. He has no peripheral vision. It's because he doesn't think he wants water. But then we're about to leave, and then he wants water. No, as he's, as he's trying to, as he leaves, Jack smacks his head on the uh, on the side of the door. Says no peripheral vision. That's what I'm saying. He has peripheral vision. I'm telling you, it's he lacks peripheral vision. I just heard him smack his head against the frame. They probably didn't even have water in there. They probably didn't. They we just have ale. Why would you have water? Who would buy water? Well, you know, sometimes you want water. Like, at a... Well, you don't pay for water. They just give it to you. <laughs> Whoa, who's that? Hey, get out of our huddle. Hey, <laughs> some guy... Hey, who are you? Push it, we push him away. <laughs> hey, this is a private huddle. Get out of our huddle. You don't just walk into Why a huddle. Why are you shoving my son? <laughs> He's using oh. voices. Hey, get you your son alone. out of our huddle. These are my friends. <laughs> so rude. Can't I'm everyone rude. in this town. <laughs> what is going on? Everyone, <laughs> right, so listen. does Joaquin get here? Yeah, Jack just he leaves and he comes out. Like, is it Joaquin or Joaquim? Uh, M or N? N. Okay. N so is in Nicholas. As in or Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. As in the Phoenix. As in Christopher Joaquin Joaquin. <laughs> His name is a play on Jack in the Box. What's his last name? Debo. Oh, I get it. Great. Okay. It's clever. It's good. Are you in the huddle? I bet. Yes. I'm so, okay. No, I walked out and then I stood there in the doorway and then I turned and went back in. Okay. All right, That's guys. weird. So here's our plan. We head to the waterfalls, right? And we kill O'Neill. Problem we need, solved. We need to huddle for that. Well, I it, it, mean, I mean, you don't usually talk about murder in, in you know, open air. We don't. I don't think you. I, it's not wise to. What if someone liked O'Neill? No one likes O'Neill. Someone might. You never know. No, we. No, nah, all right. We're new here. We don't know the politics. Well, you also got the impression from the last guy that O'Neill thought of. Also, this is a time of very much, uh, I guess, racism would be the word between the English and the Irish. Sure, yep. The Irish have been in open rebellion for like 10 years. Yeah. 
So I feel like an Irishman is probably not very popular in England. You never know where his cohorts travel. There are eyes everywhere. Are you trying to tell us something? What? No. He's trying to say his eyes everywhere. You never know when, like, an owl or even a cricket might be your enemy. I mean, I guess we'd probably just go to the ruins, right? Yeah, we can have someone point us in the direction of the waterfall. So we at least head that way. Is it along, like, yeah. is it along a clear path, or is it, like, through the woods? Um, the river is, like, through the woods a little ways. Okay, so it's not, like, on a defined path, though. A beaten path, if you will. Right, right, right. Um, we'll, um, you guys have to cut through the woods for a little ways, but um, they give you a basic direction. And it, all you really have to do is head west. And you'll eventually come to the river. And at that point, you're following the river down a few miles, and then um, eventually come to it um, a little ways up, like a few hundred feet up the river, you'll be able to see it from the river. Uh, a large clearing with some stone ruins in it. Alright. So, yeah. I assume you just kind of make that way down? Yeah, I do, yeah. but I keep to the bushes on the way there. Mm-hmm. I walk in the path. Jack walks just normally behind him. Using his uh, staff as sort of a walking stick. Why are you walking behind me, dude? Do you want me to walk in front of you? I mean, I figured you were like... I feel like you're kind of like party leader. And I'm not like behind behind, but like sort of like a next to slightly behind. Okay, one of those deals. Yeah, like you know how people walk. Hmm. (laughs) Okay, so we take that formation. Us two walking like humans and a squirrel following us. You guys, Um, you need to be discreet. You don't know what he's preparing. So, um, as you guys are walking, what I would like is for you each to tell me something about, we're going to make up a little something about Layla Stepford. I want you to tell me something about Layla Stepford as to why the town loves her so much. Okay, so I'm going to frame this so Yeah, make it cinematic if you can. Yeah, so like... I'm the one who knows Layla, so maybe they should prompt me, like, question. They should ask, basically ask me about Layla, as if I was the game master. Sure. If that makes sense. Kind of. Alright, sure. So we're walking down the path. Yeah. You're trying to hide in the bushes, but conversing with us still. I'm, yeah, I'm trying to be discreet. At least so I'm ready to be discreet. If I need to hit the, if I need, like, to hit the bushes. So, well, uh. Is it cool if I call, can I call you Emma? Do I have to call you Emmalyn? Um, that or I prefer no I'm, I'm asking you out of character if we've been together a few months my Marius totally would have called you Emma immediately and if that's not cool then that's not cool I think she probably would have referred Emmy as a shortener to Emmalyn or or, okay. even, or even M would suffice well let's say he called you Emma how would you correct him I would say no that's not my name alright what should I call you then You like I said you call me Emmalyn all right. I feel like your your character could have shortened to M. M would be acceptable. All right. So, uh, and yeah. So they're they're walking down the path, and say, "So, Emmeline, is this out a character for Layla? She get into trouble often." Um, you know, I knew her like years ago, and back when I knew her, you know, I was sort of a uh, kind of like a older sister figure. 
I kind of watched over, and she was, I guess, uh, adventurous would be the phrase. She liked to tr- she liked to sort of see things and not realize how dangerous the world outside of her was. Naive, I think you would call it. Naive to a fault. But that's a positive quality to a lot of people. It tends to make you more uh, enthusiastic, more optimistic. And, you know, people can enjoy a little optimism in their life every now and then. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes yeah, I was need... expecting Gino to kick in with something. Sometimes I need it. What would Layla be doing with a man like him? You know, sometimes you get bored in the countryside. And a man comes along and, you know, he offers you a little more. I mean, even even if it's just like a day out on the woods. She's young and she has nothing to do. She doesn't have necessarily... She's well-to-do. She doesn't have responsibilities like a poorer girl would. So she enjoys herself. Most likely to a detriment. That's fair. We've all been wooed by a man at some point or another. Most of us have. How much How much wooing do you do nowadays with the mask and all? I've never been the wooing type. No? I mean, you've got a way for words. Uh, my charisma's a four. <laughs> I didn't say it was a good way. <laughs> but, you know... <laughs> Some some like to type where they know they're not where they know their partner's like not smarter than them, you know. They they find it attractive in a mate. So you come to the uh, you as you're walking down the forest, you're basically all alone in there, and uh, you look over as you you guys sort of keep an eye out as you walk to see where um, you're keeping an eye out for the ruins, basically, and as you're walking. You see in the distance, but it's definitely the ruins. And it's all these, like, it looks like they're carved stone fangs. They're, like, maybe nine feet tall. And there's eight of them in a semicircle. And there's one large, flat one in the middle that looks like an altar. And, uh, you can see a man, a tall man with a cloak, who's back to you wearing a hat. Sort of bent over the altar. All right, we need to move now and quickly. Uh, yeah, Marius readies his flintlock and kind of tries to sneak up. Not like point blank, but, you know, just sneak a bit. Uh, are we trying to be subtle here or are we just going? <sighs> I was pl- absolutely trying to be. Su- oh, I, I'm trying to be subtle. Okay, because being a jester, especially one in chainmail, I'm covered in jingly bells. Yeah, I wasn't planning on being subtle. Okay, well, I plan to be subtle. I'm not actually okay. covered in jingly bells, but my... Okay. So how does everyone but this, approach? This isn't something... Let, let's not worry about out of character so much, I think. I don't want to have this... I don't want to see this play out. Um. Yeah, so Jack's outfit... But, but I mean, like... we see this, and Marius immediately draws his flintlock, cocks the hammer back, and starts to, like, slink off to the side to try and get a position on him. And Evelyn, recognizing what's going on, is going to sort of, as you make your sort of like flanking motion, she's going to walk straight towards the semicircle. And uh, the way Jack's outfit is, it does definitely have some jingly parts, like some little coin type shaped things on like a, just, you know, jingly parts, you know what they are. Yeah. Um, and he is a very 
tall, like seven-ish feet, not seven, but like uh, in the mid to high sixes. And uh, there's this guy leaning over the altar. Is that what you said? Yeah, he's leaning over the altar, yeah. Uh, is there anyone on the altar that he can see? can't tell from where you are. And do, do we have any idea what the person we're looking for looks like? This. So this is him? Probably. We knew he had a cloak and a hat. Okay. So Jack is going to like full stride with his stupid long legs. <laughs> Be like rushing towards him. And you said is he, he has... stilts at all times or? No. He just has like okay. long slender legs. Okay. He's a real slenderman. Yeah. Real Jack Slenderman. So, as he's striding to it, I'm just going to yell, O'Neal! And the man turns, and he's, he's just sort of a squinty, bearded guy with a nasty little face. And he, uh, you can see him say something under his breath. <sighs> you little weasel. So while we're talking, I'm sort of like... And he, uh... Okay. Looks like he's going like he to reach into his cloak a little bit. So while while we're sort of like standing off, I'm going to try and encircle him in a way that I'm sort of like moving opposite of Mar, and we're kind of like so we kind of just so he can flank him easily. What are you doing out here in the middle of the woods? How far are we from him? Uh, you're still a decent amount. Yeah, I, I would think that we're at sort of at the perimeter of the semicircle, and he's at the center of it. Yeah, he's in the center. Yeah, you're still. I would say you're still about twenty. When did you? How far? How close were you when you started uh, uh, talking to him? Right at the stone. So it's, I'm sort of like walking as I'm walking in a semicircle. I'm sort of breaking sight with him as I cross the stones, temporarily. I don't know. I can't speak for Jack. Well, Jack was gonna run up and use his pole to like pole vault at him, and sort of engage with like a flying kick, if he could reasonably make the twenty feet distance with. The running and then vaulting. Uh, so you're you wanted, I, I guess I understand which what is the order these things happening. You started talking, and well, meanwhile he was going to run into a pole ball into his face. Probably because he's probably sort of running. Yeah, sure. Make an attack roll though, minus two. All right, All right guys. Just to let you know that the pole vault war record is about twenty feet. <laughs> 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 but uh, um, is that hit? <laughs> what did you roll? Where is it? A d twenty or roll twenty? It's a two. A d twenty minus two. It's a Hang two on. minus two. I he rolled a zero. I didn't so add anything up. yet. Hang on, I still have things to add. Uh, also, that pole it misses. Up. It misses. You know, you know, it misses. Yeah, but it wasn't a zero. <laughs> Fine. Well, how how do you fail? Show me how. Tell me how you fail. Uh, I'm not sure. Like, I don't know what his actions are going to be. I um, think, like, so, if I miss an attack on him, is that like? Would you explain how he gets? Out oh of wait, wait, I know. I, know. I, I have an idea. I have an idea. If I may, sure. Yeah, go so I think it maybe rained the night before. <laughs> so he goes to pole vault, but the ground is still like a little bit soggy, and it just like slips out from under him, and he falls on his face. That's stupid. <laughs> you rolled a zero, or I or... rolled a two. But for like every failed roll that happens, you get oh, I followed you if you hit your face. You're an idiot. 
you rolled a two minus two. Or like instead of going for distance, you do an actual pole vault, which just means you just pretty much just go straight up really high and then kind of no, I, I was thinking that uh the guy would get out of the way and uh then I'd like collide with the altar and like sure. fall over it. Sure. But like okay. if there was a sure. person on it that was important to be on it, I wouldn't want to ruin that. Okay. Um so you what happens is you 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 pull vault, but you misjudge where it is, and he all he, he he realizes immediately that you're going to miss him, so he just kind of shifts a little bit, and you crash into the altar. Uh, there's no one there, but it is covered in a sticky, um, dark red residue, and you smash into it and roll off the top onto the ground. So he turns and responds to you and says to you, um, to you, Emily, and says, "What business is of yours? What I'm doing here? Where's Layla? That's not an Irish accent." What business is it to yours that I'm doing here? Okay, great. Now we're offending people. <laughs> I'm afraid Layla won't be joining us today, gents. Do you mean as the way I think we all understood that to be meant? I don't know what that means to you. Is she dead? Oh, no. She's going to a better place. So, I want to try and sneak up on him at this point. Can I do that? Sure. All right. I also have a two in it, so there's a two and six chance that I'll succeed in sneaking. I fail at sneaking, right? Yeah. So I'm just kind of creeping up behind him, uh, flintlock outstretched and cocked, and probably just like step on a twig or something. Or boy, yeah. this ground is wet. <laughs> yeah, this is a shitty time for you guys to be sneaking and doing your tricks around him, I guess. So he turns and he's gonna make a he's gonna make an attack with his gun against you. Yikes! Just straight up. All right. Yeah, he, I mean he's talking. Somebody just well consider what consider his position. Fair enough. I'm gonna get shot in the first eight minutes of this game, and I blame Gino. <laughs> Why? I didn't shoot you. Okay, he rolled a seventeen. Yikes! All right, that hits. So a tiny little pistol um, slides off from his. His wrists and he fires, he swirls and fires all in one motion. And you take one damage. Okay, that's not too bad. So I um, think it. So why don't you tell me? Yeah, you gotta tell me. Okay, so yeah, I, I think he does that, but since it's so fast, he probably hits me in like the leg or something. Yeah. And it, so it hits Marius in the leg and he just like immediately straightens from his uh, sneaking position and aims his flintlock back at. O'Neill trying not to recognize the bullet that just hit him. Yeah. Yeah. O'Neill goes, stay where you are! I would say it seems like you're at the disadvantage now. I don't think so, my friend. I think you'll be you'll be losing enough blood that you'll be passing out out of no time, and I should be able to beat your uh, stumbly clown over here <laughs> and uh, your the little girl you brought with you. I think I can handle them. I think you'll be surprised. Uh, perhaps. Is that the last I mean, of you or not? He's... You think he missed. He's right where he wants to be. As opposed to a line, now we've got a triangle on you. you say she's in a better place. What does that mean? Lynn is a very special girl. And I work for some people that's... Um... Well... They pay good coin for special girls. But those, that sounds intensely creepy. That sounds oh. very creepy. He sort of shrugs at that. <laughs> I'll just leave the cricket noise in on that part. 
I don't, I don't, uh, I don't define myself by your moral judgments, my friend. Well, who's paying for? I'm, I'm under no obligation to tell you that for sure. In fact, I'm under no obligation to stay here now that I've, um, seen the true extent of your clown foolery. And he begins to walk, walk straight at you. I um, keep, I keep wanting to cock my pistol back menacingly, but it's already back. Just shoot him in the back. Yeah, I, I guess I'll try to shoot him. In the light. Aim for, aim for his life? That's a minus two. Which way is he walking? Like, don't we have him more or less around it? He's yeah, walking he's... right to Adeline. He's going to walk right past, right past her. Push her out of the way. Yeah, I guess I'll try to shoot him in the leg. That's a minus two? Mm-hmm. Alright, so that's just going to give me a straight minus two. Yikes! Nope. Oh. oh, yeah. Okay, that is a one. So, um, roll again and take a minus four to hit Andrew. <laughs> and that's just a warning shot. Oh, wait, 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 I have to see if it misfires. How do, how do misfires happen? Roll a 1d10 if on a 1 and misfires. It's just a flash. Okay. It's a bullet. Christ. This is gonna be like a 20. <laughs> and you kill him. Okay, that's a 3. Okay. We're bad at this. So the bullet just whizzes by and he turns and looks at you with a smile. That was a warning shot. I didn't I didn't think you had the stones. And he keeps walking. I look over at uh Joaquin. Well actually right as he kinda give him eyes like let's go. Right right You're as, up, boy. No, right as he turns around to kind of taunt Mar, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna shoot him in the back Mar. with I'm gonna shoot him in the back with a magic missile. Holy shit. Okay. I'm not fucking around. What does Magic Missile do for damage? 1d4. Oh, okay. Plus your level, right? Yeah. Well, no, it's, so, it's d4 so, is per level. Right, okay. That's what I meant. So he takes two damage. Two damage? Yeah, like, um, like right in the back. He is knocked to the ground, and he looks confused and upset. But he's like, doesn't look that badly hurt or anything like that. So, he falls, I imagine, face first. And then picks his head up. And how's that look? No, she hits him from the front. No, oh, yeah. he falls back. Oh, right, he was walking forwards, okay. Yeah. So he gets knocked to his back, and he's like staring confusedly at her, and he sort of scrambles to his feet as quickly as he can. We're not here to play games, O'Neill. He, um... Did, did um... Uh, um... Jack want to act? Or, uh... I guess, at no. this point, he's just gonna, like... Because... I don't know that I'm gonna. It seems like we're more of a talking situation right now, I guess. Because mm-hmm. we haven't surrounded yeah, and got hit. Yeah. I still feel we're more cinematic than combat, but I guess it's ultimately your call, Matt. Um, he says, um, Alright, alright. You're looking for Layla, huh? Yes. Looking for the girl? Layla. Yes, well. There's a, there's a school that I work for that takes some special children and, uh, they um they told me to find Layla. They told me she had she had exactly what they were looking for, so I did. They paid me twenty gold pieces for her. Now which school would this be? This school would be the Circle of the Snake. That's a rather ominous name for a school. Can I can I walk up 
Can you walk up? Yeah, I like. I want to walk over and take position next to Emelyn. Sure. Okay. And reload my pistol. Okay. Reload your pistol. So you can't do that and walk at the same time. <laughs> okay. So you have to like stop and like kneel down and start reloading it next to Emelyn. It's a it's pistol, Emily. not a rifle. It's a flintlock. You have to kneel down. How do you how do you hold that standing up with the thing? What? It basically takes two hands. I guess you well I guess you can do it standing up, but it takes full concentration. I can't use two hands while standing. <laughs> Me either. Fuck off. <laughs> well two hands in balance, you know. <laughs> no, I fall right over. <laughs> The other day I tried to hold a thing larger than, like, an apple, and I just couldn't. I could not. I had to take a breather. You know what happened to John's large ball? Absolutely. I shattered at the kneecaps. <laughs> All right, so well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk over and stand next to her, and then I'm going to reload my pistol, Happy. Once yeah. I'm stationary. Okay. So, um, look. I'll give you ten gold pieces if you just leave me be. I'm not really interested in your gold pieces. I might be interested. We might be. I've been about for two years in this world. I've got two more questions, though. Right. What do you mean by special? The Circle of the Snake has very specific ideas about... Um, obviously, you, you, you fellas, and uh, you over there, <laughs> you, uh, you're familiar with magic. Well... They have uh, certain ideas about magic in England, and um, well, let's just say they believe it starts with the children. Okay, but maybe let's not just say. And what does that actually mean? I don't. I don't know the school. That's all. Do you know where the where is the school? That's all I'm concerned about. There's about ten miles ten miles from here through the woods, um, and uh, you'll. Uh, you need to get through the by the guardian first. And then get the no, we say guardian. That's kind of not the thing I want you to gloss over. Well, uh, there's a. They have a. I guess you call it a lion. Oh, like is it a lion? You mean like a sphinx? Like a manticore. This is. <laughs> is it gonna ask us riddles? No, I don't think so. It's gonna shoot magic missiles at us. Yeah, it's more like that kind of thing. So you mean like an elephant? <laughs> so he'll he walks through the woods for twenty for about how many miles I say? Did I say ten or twenty? You should ten, I think. Ten miles south. You'll come to you come to the rock formation. You'll know it when you see it. It's quite impossible to see. Um, <laughs> it's quite impossible <laughs> to not see to not see if you're looking for it. And you'll need. There's a great blue jeweled lion guarding it. Jeweled. At that point, I'm afraid you'll be on your own. No. Alright. But I'm I, telling you, these people are more dangerous than you can imagine. Alright. I've got two more questions. I've got one more. Can I go first? Alright, that's less than two. What were you doing here? What was I doing here? Yeah. I was completing my bargain. And what was that? Might yeah. I expand? Perhaps my first question will cover yours. Very well. 
What's with the altar? That's how we transfer our goods back and forth. Continue. I place the merchandise on the altar. I uh, make the, um, make it's all uncomfortable. I make the incisions, and they come and take her. And then I get my money. Alright, so I've got two more questions. Okay. If she was only sent 10 miles south, 20 miles south? Did you say 10 or 20? 10. 10 miles south. Why the whole altar deal? Well, first of all, I'm heading northward to get more girls. And second of all, and he, he like stops for a second because he realizes he probably shouldn't have said that. Then he goes, second of all, there's quite a bit of treachery and danger in the woods. Not just the, not just the soldiers either. All right. Second question, finally. And I think you just made your answer a bit harder. He looks at him kind of menacingly and also gives a look to Joaquin, who... N-M? I forgot again. N. N. Joaquin, who I imagine is kind of looming over him menacingly at this point. Absolutely. And kind of, so he looks at him menacingly, looks up to Joaquin, Joaquin, sorry, says, why shouldn't we kill you? Group mini huddle. I can't think of any reason why we shouldn't. Okay, I was asking him, though. I know, I'm just just saying between us. Okay, if we, don't, okay, great. (laughs) Let's let him see if he can figure out. Uh, Am I in time for the huddle? Get back to the looming spot. (laughs) No, he's he's Uh, looming the whole time. And he's taking off, this guy's taking off to the woods running away. Uh, I think Joaquin was standing behind him. Uh, no, he came over to huddle. No, I wasn't, sure. I didn't actually go over to huddle. Oh, uh, it, was, it was just a separate from the way he turned the huddle on. Also, I super don't want to huddle right now. If he tries to pull me into a huddle, I am pushing her away. It's just a mini huddle. Wow. That's, that's pretty, that's pretty weird. It's just a mini huddle. Well, we're trying to keep eyes on this guy. Too, huh? No, it's we're a mini- time to huddle. A mini huddle is like a side huddle, like a little side hug, you know? Yeah. It's just a huddle of a pride. It's just a little. Yeah. It's just basically a little aside we're having. Okay. Um. Okay. So he doesn't take off then. He uh does, however. Um. Very stealthily. Uh, everyone roll a d six. Plus anything? And, uh, no. Sleight of hand. Andrew got a two, Gino got a five, and I got a four. And what is it? You have to roll under or over the number to get the uh, under. Uh, you have to roll the number or less. Okay, you see him um, stealthily, but obviously not too stealthily, uh, unclip his sword for his uh, sheath. You sort of rest his hand on the hilt. Only Andrew sees that, or who sees you all see it? Oh wow! Okay. Did he fail? Or did we, or were we rolling to make sure we see it, or what? Uh, he failed. Okay, so why did we roll these sixes? Just for fun. Okay. <laughs> Great. So, uh... Jack... So, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. No, go ahead. It? No, I'll let you do something. Jack is gonna, in like a quick maneuver, like, sort of artfully 
twirl his staff and go to like smack this guy super hard in the neck with it. Okay, make an attack roll. So yeah, uh, Jack, real quick, twirls his bow staff around like, and then does a hard slam right into the side of his neck in an attempt to, I guess, like topple him over. I mean, I imagine it would. So roll damage. Two. Um, I guess if you want to knock him down, you can. He's not, like, really that close to being dead or anything. So, um, I guess we're going to roll initiative if we're going to do this. Well, are we going to do this, or are we going to, like... I mean... I just want to get closer and start more intimidating him. Yeah, that's kind of my plan after he gets hit. Okay. So does he get knocked down, or what? What happens? He gets knocked down, yep. Okay, so he gets knocked down, I kinda and, like, like, as soon as... He kind of collects himself a little bit. He has uh, Marius's pistol just on his forehead. Mm-hmm. And he looks at him dead in the eye and goes, That wasn't an answer. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. Why you wouldn't kill me? I'll give you all my money. Give me anything. He looks at the other two. Listen, the only thing I want from you is guarantee that you won't kidnap any girls. And I don't think you can... I promise I'll never do it again. And I'm pretty sure the only thing that will guarantee that is killing you. I don't... I promise I'll never do it again. I swear on my life, on my mother's life. But how will we know that? He looks confused. What can... Why should we truly trust you? I swear to God, if I ever do it again, you you can come and you can kill me and you can kill my mother and you can kill my sisters. Hmm. Are they kidnapping little girls too? What if we... (laughs) What if we just, like, take off his finger? Oh, please don't kill me! Listen, what if we compromise? What if we just, like, take his fingers? Don't take my fingers! I'd They're rather, my livelihood. I mean, if we're gonna take his fingers, I'd rather just kill him. No, wait, I have, an, I have an idea. And she, like, reaches into her little cloak and takes out a dagger. We'll just scarf his face a little. It'll be, it'll be a lot harder to, like, to lure people away if he's, like, more untrustworthy, naturally. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that does make him a little bit whimsical, though. No, no. Yeah, look at Jack over there. He's just whimsy personified. No, trust me. It'll make him more intimidating. Right now, he's got those... He's got that kind of, like, foreign charm to him. Yeah, but at the same time, it'll be like... He'll be like the tortured soul, you know? <laughs> you know... Well, how about this? How we cut him and we'll see how he looks. Oh, please don't cut me! <laughs> Listen, He's getting strange. You monsters! Listen, do you want to die or do you just want to be a little? You just want a scar on your face? Oh, just let me live. I give you my money. I give you anything you want. So give us the money. I'll take it to that. I'll take it to the. I'll take it to the. I'll take it to the. Uh, that actually sounds like it'll do great for us. I think I like that answer. Do we have any rope? I'm sure we have some. I'm sure yeah, Jack, definitely have rope. Jack's got an adventures kit. Yeah. Hey, uh, Joaquin, why don't you tie him up? Take his money first. I'll tie him up and then take the money. Either way, per, either order, whatever you're more comfortable see. with. Jack reaches into his satchel, and uh, as he's doing this, I think this would be a good time for some character building conversation. So, uh, Jack is going into his satchel. We're not really going to do the character thing. And he pulls out some rope. Uh, <laughs> okay. Wait, what? <laughs> Ties up his hands and, yeah. Hands, feet, the whole works. 
Oh, uh, no, we gotta do him. No, good. he ties his feet to it. He puts his hands behind his back, ties those up, ties his feet up, and then ties those together. Yeah, we want him to walk in front of us. We don't I want can him carry like hog tied. Like I, I mean, can carry him like no, a backpack. Ju- just in case there's like traps or something. Yeah, we, we've got him leash style, like around the waist. Alright. Where his hands are tied and then he's got a little leash around him. Also, hands definitely tied apart. Yeah, that's where you do a leash style. Keeps the hands apart. What do you mean hands tied apart? Like, we didn't tie his hands together. How about we uh, tie one wrist, tie the other wrist, and then connect them between his legs? Great, so he's all tied up. <laughs> he's completely tied up. I'm just worried tied about up in the best way. some magic. That was Everything is True, Episode 1. If you enjoyed it, or if you didn't, please let us know. You can find all our contact information on the website, actualplay.network, along with some show notes and all kinds of other episodes of the podcast. So if you get a chance, please check that out. I just want to again thank our sponsor, Whaling City Web. Web design and development, affordable for you. Whalingcityweb.com slash podcast. Check it out if you feel so inclined. Otherwise, stay tuned real soon for the next episode of Everything is True. And uh, upcoming shortly after that, I think we'll have the next episode of our OVA game, which is called A Home to Rest Your Head. So please check out the website actualplay.network, as I said, and you will get all the information on where to subscribe to our podcast or our mailing list or our Facebook page or all that good stuff that enables you to not miss an episode of our show. Thank you.